All right, so this is this is kind of cool. It's uh, we do Advent differently. Our services are different, and I hope uh, everything that we do that that is different reminds us of like normal time, if you will, like kind of. And so um, this is also the first time ever I'm preaching with somebody. So I'm preaching with my dear friend Tyrone, and so I'm really uh, grateful for that. And we're preaching on joy, which is. Uh, Actually, the word that most people use to describe me is joyous. <laughs> See, the, that was sarcasm, because that is not true. But as we were, Ty and I were thinking about joy and talking about it over the last month, really a few things stuck out to us, and I'm going to start with the, the verse. It says, Consider it pure joy, my brethren, when you endure trials of various kind. And then that, mixed with this other verse, from James, which it, it is a prayer when people come to the elders, it says, is anyone among you sick? Is anyone among you cheerful? And there's always, these verses from James 1 and, and James 5 have always struck me as odd, but the older I get, the more that they seem to make sense. That joy and trials or hard times are always side by side by side by side. They're always sandwiched in one another. They, they keep, some of them, e- even sometimes joy and trials or uh, joy and hard times or joy and sickness come at the same time. Like they're, they're found in the midst of those things. And there's really this, this quote that I read uh, in this book, and I forget when I read it, but it was earlier in the year, from Tish Harrison Warren in her book called uh, The Prayer in the Night, where she says, in a fallen world, joy is risky. And I just kind of stuck with me. That quote stuck with me over the year. And I find that this to capture what of joy has meant for me. Because joy is more abiding than happiness. Joy is, is deeper and, and happiness comes in happy times and it doesn't come in troubling moments, but joy does come in those troubling moments. We all have both parts of life, and as we reflect on joy this coming week, I pray that we may focus on joy, not only in the good times, and not only in the troubling times, but in both. Because finding joy in both are as important as we seek to maintain this joy, this riskiness of joy. And as as we talked about joy and prayed and prepared for today, there was a question or two that we thought about. The main question is, how do we hold on to joy? How do we hold on to joy? Not just during this Advent season when we look at the word joy and we keep going or in this season, but how do we do it in our day to day? In our discussion, it, joy is deeper than that. And Trish Harrison goes on to suggest that to have joy is to be vulnerable, to be vulnerable, to really that we know that vulnerability involves risk and that we, it can come with great reward, but it's also not often as safe as we'd like it to be. And yet we have to step out and we get to risk joy in the midst of our lives. So what do we have to risk in holding on to joy? This is getting to the heart of the question that Tyrone and I had and we talked about. But as we want truth that can be lived out, not just thought about, but lived out, we ask ourselves this week, how do we practice joy in life? How do we allow joy to penetrate the depths of our soul and impact the way that we may live? And some of us, 
understand joy in the happy moments. And honestly, some of us understand we're from the Northwest. So some of us understand joy in the trying moments. But can we allow the joy that Jesus gives us to be a constant companion? That's the question I, I'm going to have for us today. And I pray that we might learn this. I don't have answers because joyous is not how people describe me. And I'm going to be seeking these questions out with us this week. For my night reading over the last couple of weeks, I've been going through books of poetry and I ran across this poem by Mary Oliver. And I think it sums up a lot of my feelings about joy. It's a short poem entitled, We Shake With Joy. It says, we shake with joy, we shake with grief. What a time they have, these two, housed as they are in the same body. Uh, I'll start off by reading Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. It says, Looking to Jesus, the, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. As Scott and I like, talked and prayed about joy, like that verse in Hebrews continued to come up in my mind. And the writer of Hebrews says that Jesus went to the cross with joy. He held on to joy as he walked towards his death to pay for the sins of the world. I already thought about being killed. Think about that with joy in my mind and knowing that I've been falsely accused. But Jesus seemed to cross his joy. And joy is not situational or based on circumstances. Joy may be more of a state of the heart. We tend to say, I will be happy when this or that happens. Or this, or the, this or that goes well. We'll be happy when our children listen for the first time. <laughs> but what if, what if joy is the posture of our heart and our mind? We live in joy and buy it every day. One of the fruits of the Spirit is joy. How often do we ask the Holy Spirit to help us live out and in joy? Asking him to increase our joy or help us to see joy played out in our daily lives. Nehemiah 8, 10 says, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I think reading that verse, when we feel joyless or we go through challenging circumstances or we're experiencing attacks from the enemy or attacks of any kind, I think that, voice, that verse reminds us that, that we can ask the Lord our God to give us joy and that his joy would help us to endure. See, the, the Lord delights in you and me. Hmm. I guess let's just say you and I. <laughs> his thoughts about us are good. He, he gladly calls us his beloved. He gladly calls us his children. And I rarely take time to think about this fact that God finds joy in me. But he does because he created me. His son Jesus' blood covers my sin. He placed his Holy Spirit in me as a promise that I would get to live with him for eternity. That brings joy. And I find this quote in this short book that I read recently called Live by Faith. Uh, Richard Wagner is, is credited with saying, joy is not in things, it is in us. So may we look to Jesus who lives within us for the joy we need to walk through the good times and the hard times, remembering he gave his life on the cross for us to experience and to live an abundant life. Amen. Amen.